0: You are listening to Someone Like Me, an RTE Junior production, with thanks to the Broadcasting Authority of Ireland. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Someone Like Me. Thank you so much for joining us. My name is Kate Brennan-Harding and every week I am joined by a different young person from around Ireland. Each week, our guest hosts will give a little glimpse into their life and what makes them a little bit different. This week, our star of the show is Zoe Gilmartin from County Mayo. Zoe is the oldest host we have had on the series. She's just 14 and she's in second year of secondary school. Zoe is a young carer and she won the Connacht Young Carer of the Year for 2021. She's from Ballina, County Mayo, and she goes above and beyond for her little brother Ryan, who has Down syndrome. Ryan is eight. Since he was born, Zoe has learned love, see and learn, and she's took part in his speech and language therapy and she includes him in everything that she does. What is a young carer? Young carers are children and teenagers who provide care and support to a loved one, often a parent or brother or sister, because of a disability, a chronic illness or mental health difficulties. This care can take many forms, such as emotional support, as well as cooking, bathing and dressing. The latest research found that there's an estimated 67,000 young people caring for a loved one in homes across Ireland with many of them finding that their caring role affects how they feel, how much time they get to spend with friends on their schoolwork, and that often they need some help. For this week's episode, I have paired Zoe up with former young carer, Shauna Tighe, who also has spent her time caring for her little brother.
1: Let's listen to the big chat. Hi, my name is Zoe Martin. I am 14 years old and I live in Ballinac County, Mayo. I have one brother and his name is Ryan and he has Down syndrome. I love music and my favourite part of music is singing. I'm also involved with Order of Malta since I was 11 and it's great to be a cadet in the unit. we learn about first aid, CPR and more. I am in second year in school and I will be doing my junior cert next year. I do like school but I'm looking forward to the summer holidays. My family is different to others because Ryan has Down syndrome and when he was born he spent a lot of time in the hospital and at appointments. I would say what makes me a different person to others is that I have to do things slightly different to others with their siblings. Being a young carer is hard sometimes, there is a lot of responsibilities and watching out for Ryan as he does not see the dangers, but through having a brother with special needs I get to meet and be part of a large group of families who are the same as me. As a young carer I help Ryan with his day to day stuff like homework, getting ready for school but i like to help him in his therapies, especially his speech therapy. I enjoy it. Sometimes I forget Ryan has Down syndrome, he is just Ryan to me, but it is hurtful when people say or make comments or use horrible words about people with special needs. I love helping out volunteering in Down syndrome Mayo, doing booker collections, backpacking and making Christmas boxes for all the families. I think in the future I would like to be a speech therapist or a teacher, Seeing someone working so hard to learn and then realising they have learned this because I helped them makes me happy. My man put me forward for Young Carer of the Year through Family Carers. I didn't expect it and I was blown away with the amount of support I received. One thing I would make happen in the world is equality for people with disabilities. I would like to welcome to the show someone like me, Shauna Tyne. Hi Shauna. Hi Zoe. (laughs) How are you? I'm good, how are you? I'm good, tell us a bit about yourself.
2: (laughs) So my name is Shauna, I'm 18 years old and I'm from Dublin. Um, I care for my little brother Daniel who has Soto syndrome and epilepsy and I'm studying a PSE course in pre-nursing in Greenhills in Dublin at
1: the moment. So how's your college course going?
2: It's great, yeah I really like it. It's a really good experience and it's definitely a good insight into what nursing is like if you don't know whether you want to do it or not um so yeah it's a really good course
1: the first question I have wrote down is did you ever feel like your family was different to other people's family
2: um yeah definitely maybe not when I was younger because I feel like when you're a young child you don't really understand a lot so whatever situation you grow up in is kind of just normal to you but as I got older when you know I started noticing people maybe looking at them different my brother different out in places or you know going to hospital appointments when I was only younger I feel like as I got older I kind of realized more how I was different my family was different especially if I compared like my life to some of my friends life and so definitely as I got older it was um more clear
1: to me that I was different. I was the same when it came to Ryan who you know he had Problems with his lungs and stuff like that when he was younger, and he had a hole in his heart and stuff like that, so he was in and out of hospital. I was in the shop once, and these kids kept looking back in the queue and staring at Ryan, and I got annoyed. Do you ever get annoyed when people look at the way of like your brother or sister in a certain way?
2: Yeah, definitely. It can be really frustrating, and especially when it's younger kids as well, because you know when people are your age, it can kind of make it worse, but. Um, I do remember once when I was in a shop you know people kept looking at my brother especially because he was very tall and but he used a buggy and he still uses a buggy so a lot of people would look and stare and even make comments like oh he's too big to be in a buggy Um, and I think I kind of seen my mom getting more frustrated than me because I was younger I didn't really kind of look at it but when I heard my mom saying things like you know I'm sick of people looking at me then I started to notice it more and so it is really frustrating and sometimes you just kind of want to you know say something to them like you know what are you looking at or but if you kind of look at it in a bigger picture it's just people who don't really understand and if you take the time to explain to them like why you know they are doing certain things or why in my case that my brother's in a buggy and maybe they wouldn't stare then again at someone else because they'll take time to think like you know they don't know the full story about someone and they shouldn't judge from you know just looking at someone.
1: Yeah I kind of a few times I remember Ryan was in the park and just kids be staring and because just you know he looks he does look different and I kinda, it kind of it maddens me and I just remember I was like he, he can't yeah
2: definitely no I'm the same I get I I do get really frustrated like but you try not let that kind of side come out because you know you don't want to be getting frustrated just because people are being rude or you know that way so but it is it's definitely very frustrating
1: Mm. definitely when I was chosen as a young carer I was shocked and happy at the same time would you have ever seen yourself as being chosen as a young carer
2: um yeah I could say the same as you I was shocked as well I think mainly because I never really thought of myself as the term of a carer or a young carer and I never really fully like understood young the way it would be labeled as a young carer because I just knew my brother as my brother and it was no difference like even though from an outside point of view it's caring I feel like at the end of the day with both of us like they're just our brothers and you know we just want to do stuff with them like anybody else would want to do with their siblings so I never really looked at it as caring until I uh, won the award and then I kind of realized what I was doing when I was talking to more people about it.
3: I'm gonna come in and interrupt in this conversation now because I want to know more about young carers so Shauna will you explain what it is and then Zoe you tell me about you as well.
2: Um, A young carer is a person who cares for um, a loved one at home. Uh, It could be like a parent, a grandparent, a sibling, um, where they work at home and care for them um under the age of 25
3: cool um zoe so you are a young carer i mean you're both still young carers really but like shauna you're an adult now i guess and this is the closest age gap i've had for the episodes of someone like me and it's lovely it's lovely to you know you're on different sides of the country and you're both you know connected through you know obviously caring for a family member zoe you you were nominated and what did that like what did that mean for you
1: basically just i don't know kind of awarded for the way that i kind of looked after my brother but i didn't think much of it because i didn't really i just do it in kind of commando mode when it comes to ryan if he needs help i help him like and stuff like that so i
3: don't really think much of it to be honest that's amazing shauna were you the same
1: i think just
2: because of how close we are to our siblings like we don't really look at it as caring or as a job because it's not a job to us um it's just being with our siblings and even though it might seem like a job to other people like to us, it's just kind of our life. And that's the way we've always looked at it, really.
3: Yeah, completely. And then I'd ask you because it's, you know, I've talked to Zoe about this the other day, like because you are doing something that's just your life, you know, did you learn, Shauna, now that you're older, like is there any kind of words of wisdom you'd say to Zoe about minding yourself and remembering to look after yourself uh, while you're a carer?
2: Yeah, definitely. I think a lot of the time, especially in school, Um, when I was struggling with different things you know kind of trying to keep on top of work because I was at home caring and no one really knew the situation definitely if you're struggling in school or anywhere definitely you know tell someone like it's not you know embarrassing or anything like that to talk to someone about it and if you are struggling it's okay to kind of admit it and say like you know I can't keep up with you know whatever homework you have or and your teacher like they will understand definitely and they'll give you more time and you'll start to learn like as you grow older like the more you you talk about it and the more you ask for help then the more you'll get the help that you need
3: how does that make you feel zoe good good advice <laughs> That's yeah. amazing. do you ask for help or do you just feel like you have to carry everything sometimes uh just
1: sometimes yeah i do feel like i'm kind of carrying it all, and then you're like one thing just yeah you go up to mam you're like oh well you know I'm struggling a little bit now with maths and stuff like that and then you know I was looking after Ryan the other night and it's kind of you know <laughs> I think I'd be a speech therapist or a teacher when I got older what job did you go after after being a carer do you think being a carer led you to this job
2: yeah so at the moment I'm doing the pre-nursing PLC in Greenhill so after I finished my leaving sir I knew by the time I was in fifth year I knew for definite I wanted to be a nurse um, So I done my leave-insert, my leave-insert last year, but I missed out on the points. So I done the PLC because that's the kind of next thing you do if you do miss out. So hopefully I go into nursing this year. But I think definitely from caring for my little brother, just kind of like being at the hospital appointments and seeing other kids, you know, meeting his friends who also have special needs. And it kind of gave me an insight into what it's like looking after, you know, people are vulnerable and then i think that's kind of where it came about where i wanted to do nursing because i knew that i love to look after people and that's
1: what i wanted to do for the rest of my life Mm. because with ryan we're doing words at home now at the minute with him from like the teacher gives us them from school and when i sit down i do the words them for homework and he gets really excited then when he learns one of the words yeah
2: it's It's really rewarding i'd say for you as well see how much Mm. he's improving
1: yeah but it's just it makes it you know Proud of how we can learn so much and stuff like that yeah exactly um, do you ever feel like being a carer for Daniel was ever getting in the way of something that you wanted to do um yeah,
2: sometimes when I was in school i'd when I was going to school doing different things um I feel like I couldn't keep up with the work, so I kind of done the bare minimum throughout school which I look back and kind of regret now because I feel like if i kind of spoke up sooner and, and said I was struggling that maybe I could have got more help and I could have done better um or even things like going out with my friends Um, sometimes I, I can't go out because you know I'm at home with Daniel and if he's not well or if my mom has to go somewhere and I have to mind him and sometimes it can seem like I'm just kind of avoiding them or you know I, I just making up excuses but even just after looking after him even if I am free like sometimes it's just too Exhausting to go out after looking after him all day. Um, even though I do it anyway because I that's how much I love him. Like it's not I'm not forcing myself to look after him, but sometimes it's just I don't really have the energy, or I'm not mentally like wanting to go out with people. And sometimes I feel like that can kind of get in the way of like socially go like going out with friends because it's definitely important to go out
1: with your friends and stuff. So yeah, it can get in the way. Mm, I to be remembering. Like, I've got friends, we live in the houses state and Ryan, I'm gonna come outside with you. <laughs> <laughs> and just be like, can I not have some time alone for Yeah, myself? Just you a know? few minutes. <laughs> yeah. Um, I would like people to understand that a person with disabilities is the same as everybody else. What would you like changed in the world for people with disabilities?
2: Yeah, I would be the exact same. I think the most easiest thing that anyone could ever do is just take time to understand people with disabilities because if more people know about you know people with disabilities out in society then there won't be as much like judgment or you know you won't get people staring you know everywhere you go um I think that's the most simple thing if people just take even two or three minutes to just ask like if they're curious about something it's okay to ask like I would rather someone ask me what Daniel's condition is than just stare at him for three minutes straight when I'm out in a shop or something like that so I definitely think just p- people have an awareness of different disabilities and understanding
1: is the biggest thing mm, and I think especially kind of when people like use words that are kind of hurtful as well like you know the oh word yeah. or you word know, you know words like that it yeah. kind of that's what I just don't like when people people even use it just commonly say for like saying to each other it's a joke we're kind of like oh yeah
2: you know (laughs) it's not it can be a joke to everyone yeah but not really to Mm. people like us because we know how hard it is for someone with a disability to live true life and Mm -hmm. if they heard someone saying that to them like that could impact them a lot so it's really more than just a word
1: my brother makes me laugh so much and he he loves his crazy dance moves what's your favorite part about daniel and his disability
2: um well i love everything about daniel but i specifically love every morning he gets up really early because he doesn't sleep well throughout the night so every morning without fail any morning at six o'clock he comes up to my room to wake me up and he won't go to school unless I'm up and awake with him so even though you know maybe I don't want to get up at six o'clock it's lovely like to see his face every morning like it's the first thing I see when I wake up every morning and he just gives me a big hug and a kiss so it makes getting up early easier when he's smiling and
1: stuff like that but yeah it's definitely great waking up to see him every day I find especially on the weekends when you want to lie on a write comes into me so he jumps on the bed and then he belly flops onto to you yeah, and yeah. Then it's just like, oh right that's no the more. same
2: that's like my um my brother as well he'll climb up onto the bed and then the dog comes up and sees him on the bed so he'll jump up on the bed it's like everyone's on but I suppose that's just how much they they love us and want to be around us mm.
1: I suppose and that's the main thing at least you know it's not hatred or anything yeah like exactly that. exactly <laughs> they're just happy <laughs> that's all that matters is a hard kind of trying? and to guess what your brother wants yeah
2: definitely because Daniel is nonverbal, so he can not talk he only makes a selection of sounds so I think that's the main part of why he has like challenging behavior because he can't communicate with us and it can be very frustrating because he can hit and he can have a big tantrum and he can really he is really strong and tall so he really can hurt you and um, but we know he doesn't mean it so it can be very hard that way because he can't communicate and it makes him upset but also it's not nice seeing him upset because we know he doesn't want to hit us or lash out or have a tantrum and you want to help him but like if we can't understand him it's it's very hard to know what he wants and it's hard to look at him you know be so upset and um, so we're trying different ways to kind of get him to communicate in his own way so we know if he's upset or if he's hungry or stuff like that so we're still working on it but it can definitely be really really hard um, to watch him when he's quite upset.
1: Does Daniel use love or sign language or anything like that? Uh,
2: no, he doesn't because he has a severe intellectual disability. So he doesn't um, actually understand enough to learn it, if that makes sense. Like it doesn't, his brain wouldn't even understand the days of the week. Um, yeah. So it's kind of, he, he does make like his own sounds and we know what they are. So like he loves yogurt. So if he points to the fridge, we know that's what he's looking for. So it's kind of his own little things he does um so it's not he's definitely progressing just at a slower rate but you know as long as you have patience it's it's okay you'll get there
1: and does does Daniel like to I don't know kind of lash out or have a tantrum or something like that
2: yeah yeah he really he's actually he has quite challenging behavior and as he's getting older it's getting um worse but I think it does still all lead back to the communication um so we're trying our best to find different ways to communicate with him because I feel like if we understand him more he won't lash out and um, it'll be better for everyone because it's not a nice situation to be in every day if you know you're getting hit and even though he doesn't mean it, it's it can really hurt so it's it's just yeah something we have to to work on and would Ryan have any challenging behaviour?
1: He kind of I don't know what way to describe it, but, like, if he took the TV or the tablet off made sex screaming at yeah, and kind of, mm-hmm. he's like, no, and, you know, screaming at yeah, and having a tantrum and saying, well, I want it back or else he'd be crying, and then he'd go up to his room, he wouldn't come out of his room. That's just...
2: <laughs> yeah, that's the exact same. If Once we do something that Daniel doesn't want to do, it's, like, you know, the end of the world <laughs> for him. So it's kind of... But it's probably a big thing in their world, so just about understanding them more so that he doesn't feel the
3: need to have a tantrum and be upset Zoe can I ask can I ask you a question what supports are there for you you know you're a teenage girl and you know young woman and you're in second year you're going to go into junior search and what supports are there for you to you know go out with your mates to you know enjoy second year I presume you, this teenage disco is going to be starting now uh, <laughs> you know in Bunny Conlon you know like do you get do you get supported to look after yourself with all your kind of outside activities or with your pals?
1: Yeah. Mum always looks for a kind of a way to have it equal out. So I go to order Mountain singing and Ryan goes to swimming lessons and I think he goes to art as well on Thursdays. But it's kind of, she tries to even it out between the both of us. so We both have activities to do. And like, she she treats us equally. Like, you know, because, I don't know, just... <laughs> She likes to treat us equally. She's always said that that she wants to treat us equally and she has. So <laughs>
3: what would you say what would you say to anyone? Like it'll be like these are going around. Someone like me has been played in different schools and stuff like that. So what would you say to you know, there could be younger people than you, or there could be people just a little bit older than you, um, who are listening and they are, you know, their carers themselves. What would you say? Would you have anything to say to them? Any bit of advice that you definitely have said worked for you?
1: Um, just I suppose. You know, if your brother or sister, always look after them if they have special needs or disability. And even if it's like your friend in your class or something like that, look after them as well, because I'm sure they'll be very thankful of you looking after them. And, you know, if someone with a disability is ever getting bullied, try to stand up for them, you know. I know it's probably easier said than done, but don't just stand there and just let them get called names or whatever or get bullied, you know.
3: Yeah. Do you think that being a carer has meant that you've maybe grown up a little bit, sort of more, you know, you're more mature maybe than some of your friends? I think
1: I grow probably in maybe a faster rate than most of my friends. Like some of them probably, <laughs> I don't know, some of them, you know, they use words, you know, like the R word and stuff like that, whereas I just, I've grown up, I'm out with that, I just, I don't do that, you know?
3: Yeah. Shauna, what about you? Do you think you grew up faster or grew up differently or, you know, had to, I suppose, mature differently than than some of your peers?
2: Yeah, I would say the same as Zoe. It's definitely faster, you know, just kind of when you're put through different things with caring um, and seeing, you know, meeting other people, other kids with special needs and seeing different situations. It definitely shows you a different perspective of life when you look in to life a bit different than other people
3: yeah and then I suppose Sean I have one more question for you would you what would be your piece of advice now this is specifically to anyone else who's a carer okay so it's not about the person that they're caring for it's not about their friends it's them what would be that advice that you'd give to somebody listening to
0: the show
2: I think definitely the most important thing is to look after yourself and your mental health especially because it can be quite mentally exhausting you know looking after someone and then completely neglecting yourself because if you neglect yourself then at some stage you know you're going to burn out and you won't be able to look after that person anymore so you definitely have to think about yourself if you want to care for someone you know long term as well because you can't keep you know giving and giving and giving and caring for someone and completely neglecting yourself because then you'll end up in a worse situation so I definitely think a lot of carers young carers and any carers um, put themselves you know last put everyone in front of them and then you know they end up getting burnt out and exhausted so I definitely think if you take the time to look after yourself um, and talk to anyone if you need to.
0: Yeah
1: I think that may be it but well, thank you Shauna for joining me on Someone Like Me.
2: <laughs> Thanks so much for having me on it was great talking to you. You too. Thanks for listening to Someone Like Me. This show was made in partnership with RTE Junior and the BAI. This is our Anne- Junior